This is Live Well Talk on Reasons Your Baby May Be Admitted to the Neonatal Intensive Care Unit, or NICU. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at Unity Point Health, St. Luke's Hospital. Our guest today is Dr. Dennis Rosenblum, a neonatologist at St. Luke's. Thanks so much for coming by. My pleasure. Glad to be here. You know, I think uh, to start off, the term neonatology is not familiar to a lot of people, even to physicians. So could you take us through who, what is a neonatologist and what is the training that it requires? Sure. What a neonatologist is, is somebody who specializes in neonatal perinatal medicine. So what um, a neonatologist in terms of their training uh, does a three-year pediatric residency and then does another three years of fellowship taking care of newborns, uh, particularly those that are high risk, those that are ill premature and ill sick uh, full-term babies as well. And how many beds does the unit here at St. Luke's have? It's 22 beds. Uh, It's a level three unit. It's the highest level rated unit in uh, Cedar Rapids. And, And there's a unit higher than that. Yeah, uh, the, the, the highest level is level four, okay. which is uh, which is uh, what the University of Iowa is. The reality is, is that in a level three unit, we take care of babies that are uh, 22, 23 weeks, which is and up, which is the lowest limits of gestation. And we do everything that a level four does except for complex surgical cases. Okay. And in your, how long have you been a neonatologist? <laughs> Too long. <laughs> no. Uh, I think uh, since I uh, finished my fellowship in 1992, so I guess it's been uh, 27 years. Yeah. yeah. And in that time, you said you're at 22 weeks yeah. now. Yeah. What has it, have you, how much have you seen it lower? Where, 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 where were we in 1992 compared sure. to now? Sure. I think the, certainly the lowest limits at that point were considered 23 weeks. By that time, the survival rates were only about 10%. Um, that was um, in some of the, you know, best hospitals in the world. And I, I was fortunate to be able to train in Boston. Now, uh, the survival rates at 23 weeks uh, in our own unit are about 60%. So that's uh, changed wow. significantly. So the limits of viability have been kind of pushed to 22 weeks. Not all uh, places in the United States will do that, but uh, we uh, will take care of those babies in those types of situations. Well, I, I can only imagine. I have two healthy daughters uh, and been fortunate that they've been healthy their entire lives. But uh, I can't. I can only imagine the stress and the worry and the concern of new parents might have if their baby ends up in the, uh, the NICU or the neonatology unit. What, what should they expect, the, the, the family? Yeah, well, I think, you know, in terms of what we try to do for the family is that we all have, we have 22 rooms, but they're all private rooms. So we try and maintain a family's privacy. And at St. Luke's, we've been fortunate enough to uh, actually win some family-centered care national awards. So we try and involve the families as much as possible in their baby's care. Uh, we do our best to keep them involved in their baby's care on a day-to-day basis. We are fortunate enough to have a family liaison and support individual that uh, will help them with their needs as well as social workers and care coordinators. And in addition, uh, I believe we're still the only um, hospital in the state that has a Ronald McDonald family room, uh, which provides uh, free meals, uh, free hot meals for the families, snacks, uh, sleep rooms. And it's uh, you know a, a place where uh, parents can get away and just relax under those stressful situations. For baby Babies that are here for a long time, we often will have uh, several family conferences just to kind of make sure parents have a really good understanding. Though we obviously we talk to them on a day-to-day basis and make sure that they're fully involved in the baby's plan and discussion. What are the top reasons that uh, a newborn would be placed in the NICU? Yeah, the probably the biggest three reasons that babies are placed in the NICU are uh, primarily respiratory distress is probably the first one, prematurity and infection. Babies that are 
that are born prematurely uh, very often have respiratory distress syndrome, which means that the lungs aren't fully developed and they'll have problems actually really just opening up their lungs in the first place. Whereas, for example, respiratory distress in a full-term baby very often can be from retained fetal lung fluid or pneumonia or aspiration. So there's different categories along that, but those are usually the major three reasons that I would say. And, and so that the difference between 21 and 22 weeks is is primarily lung development? Yeah, it is. It's, um, you know, the, the, the biggest changes in survival rates are really from 22 to 25 weeks. There's really an incremental increase. And then after that, you know, uh, in our unit at 25 weeks, uh, survival rates are over 90%. And so it, it kind of plateaus off. But really, there's just um, your air spaces in your lungs are only so well developed and they have to be close enough to the blood vessels. And actually, the blood vessels in the lungs get closer to those air spaces uh, to allow oxygen to come in and carbon dioxide to go out as gestation increases. So 21 weeks is uh, maybe the next step. It'll be after my, <laughs> I'm done. Uh, they're actually um, now doing um, animal models where they have artificial placentas, and that may be the next step. But again, that'll be probably a, a few years down the road. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, you're rapidly heading towards the world of science fiction on some level with some of the advances. Yeah, it's it's actually amazing. There's uh, um, the, um, the animal studies are being done at uh, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, and they've, um, uh, if you go on YouTube, you can actually look and see the, uh, the studies that they've done on uh, fetal lambs and doing artificial placentas. And uh, I think the plan is to start human trials within the next year or so. That is fascinating. Do, do, do we ever take care of full-term babies that at uh, 40, 42 weeks? I'm showing my lack of knowledge there on that. But uh, do you ever have those admitted to the sure. unit? Yeah, I think about 5% of all full-term babies are actually ended up in a uh, neonatal intensive care unit. And actually, 1 in 10 may actually require some degree of resuscitation. So that's something that most parents are not aware of. Everybody expects to have a healthy full-term newborn. And obviously, we want them to have a healthy full-term newborn. But um, occasionally, you know, for the reasons I discussed, like respiratory distress or infection or low blood sugars, they will end up in the neonatal intensive care unit. And uh, we have the ability to take care of pretty much any problem that a full-term baby has. Yeah, I I think that's uh, important to mention that you have 22 beds uh, and the adult intensive care unit has about 16. And, you know, it's, it's good to remember that your patients have the same amount of organs, the same amount of problems. They just might be smaller. Uh, but yet it's still a very high level of care that's going on over uh, in the neonatology unit. Does does the mother's health impact the possibility that a baby might end up in the the unit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, it's, we've seen an increase in the United States over the past several years in uh, obesity and diabetes. uh, And um, particularly with diabetes, uh, the baby's lungs sometimes don't fully develop even at at term. uh, And they may have heart problems and uh, they may have low blood sugars. So we're seeing an increased uh, incidence of emissions to the NICU for, that's just one example. You know, another thing that's occurring, unfortunately, across the United States is there's been an increase in uh, maternal substance abuse, particularly opioids. And so we've gradually seen an increase since I've been um, uh, in, at St. Luke's and Cedar Rapids in, in that as well. And those are just two prime examples. We're also lucky enough um, within the past year to have hired Dr. Uh, Stephen Padrone, who's a specialist in maternal fetal medicine uh, or high-risk pregnancies. And uh, he uh, has actually added, uh, been quite an 
asset to our services. Um, he's probably one of the most dedicated and uh, personal physicians um, that uh, I know. I think, you know, if, if I was having a high-risk pregnancy um, or part of a, the father of a mom who was having a high-risk pregnancy, I'd be um, uh, seeking him out for his advice and, and consultation. Yeah, and I, a little inside baseball. Yeah, I know, Dr. Rosenblum, you were instrumental in getting him here, and I, I think uh, you, you're being a little bit too humble and uh, setting that program up, which we're appreciative of. How can patients and uh, patients or pa- parents specifically find more information about the neonatology program? Yeah, probably the, the two easiest ways are one is just to go on our website. Just go to the St. Luke's website, go to the uh, the uh, babies and children section, and uh, you'll see uh, a whole uh, list of information about our neonatal intensive care unit, about maternal fetal medicine, uh, the birth care center, classes, uh, and, um, you know, and you can find out uh, a wealth of information just from looking at the website itself. Another way is to actually take a birth care tour, uh, and that uh, also can be set up online as well. Um, and then if you see your obstetrician, any specific questions uh, for a neonatologist or one of our neonatology team, you can have your obstetrician uh, call us and we will set up an appointment with you as well. So as a parent uh, and my child is admitted to the unit, is there any long-term complications that uh, I would be worried about? I mean, can do you go out to the mall and see teenagers and go, well, they were in the NICU. They weren't. I mean, <laughs> tell us about that. Yeah. Can, can my, I guess what I'm saying yeah. is if my child is in the unit, yeah. I can still be optimistic they're going to have a, a, yeah. a, a normal life and yeah. normal development. Yeah. What, I, what I usually tell parents is that um, if your baby's born prematurely, you're at a slight increased risk uh, for just about everything you possibly think of um, that can happen to your child. Like, for example, attention deficit disorder, um, cognitive uh, problems, things like that. But there's a very slight increase in risk. Obviously, the more premature you are, the higher that risk goes up. But, you know, it's, again, the uh, vast majority of time, even if you have a premature baby, particularly babies born, you know, beyond 25 weeks, um, you know, the, the chances of having good long-term development are, are quite good. The um, the uh, lifeguard, the uh, helicopter, I know you have a transport team. Uh, I'm not I'm familiar with the adult side of that, but can you tell us about the neonatology side of the transport? Sure. We've been doing transports uh, even before I was here. Uh, we were actually one of the first centers in the Midwest to actually do um, transports on what's called a high-frequency ventilator, which uh, means uh, babies, particularly premature babies, would get very tiny breaths, uh, which helps prevent uh, significant lung damage, and we can do that on transport itself. But we have a dedicated neonatal transport team, which has a core group of nurses and a core group of respiratory therapists that are specifically trained uh, for transport and uh, to, can take care of high-risk situations. We transport babies in from places such as Waterloo, um, Dubuque, Waverly, Manchester, just to name a few. Uh, so we uh, we do several transports a year. So up to an hour, almost two hours away. Yeah, we've gone up actually as far as um, uh, northern portion of the state around Mason City and things like that. So we, we occasionally, you know, we'll go up there as well if we were asked to. Interesting. The I think it's good to mention that your team uh, is comprised of physicians and nurse practitioners and a PA, physician's assistant. And and I know how well-trained they are and their dedication. But do you want to give some insight into the fact that someone's in-house available for emergencies and uh, take it from there? Sure. We are, um, our group, our team, our neonatologists, uh, nurse practitioners, physician assistants are always here 24-7, 365 inside the hospital. And when we're covering the NICU, our only job is to make sure that 
that we're taking care of your baby to the best of our abilities. Obviously, it's a team effort because we have uh, experienced nurses, respiratory therapists, but our core group of, uh, of uh, neonatologists and nurse practitioners and physician assistants all have 10 years of experience, uh, past fellowship or past their uh, training and beyond. So we're a very experienced group. We've been doing this a long time. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, we're I'm very fortunate to be surrounded by people that um, are dedicated and experienced and uh, know what they're doing. What, one last question. Why did you choose neonatology? Yeah, that's an interesting question. <laughs> um, actually, when I started medical school, I thought I was going to go into internal medicine and actually deal specifically or primarily with uh, uh, people in geriatrics, so uh, our elderly population. And obviously, I ended up on the complete the other end of the complete spectrum. opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, and uh, I think the thing that drew me to uh, pediatrics and neonatology in particular was that you can make the um, highest difference right away at the start of a patient's life that can lead to a positive outcome for the extent of their lifetime. And, uh, you know, I uh, was fortunate to have um, excellent uh, mentors, and that's uh, led uh, myself to have a, a hopefully a reasonably successful uh, career. Well, I can confirm that you have had a reasonably successful career beyond uh, measure, quite honestly. This is really great information. I, I really appreciate you coming by because I know you're busy. Again, this was Dr. Dennis Rosenblum, neonatologist at Unity Point Health, St. Luke's Hospital. To learn more about our Level 3 Neonatology Intensive Care Unit, visit unitypoint.org slash babies, B-A-B-I-E-S. If you have a topic or you'd like to suggest for our talk on podcast, shoot us an email at stlukescr at unitypoint.org. That is S-T-L-U-K-E-S-C-R at unitypoint.org. And we encourage you to tell your family, friends, neighbors about our podcast. Until next time, be well.